what's the one on the horse where you're holding the, the long, big, long spear? Well, it's the lance is the spear. The joust? Yeah, joust. yeah jousting. They I don't think they joust in the Olympics, Greg. They should. That'd be pretty You're thinking awkward. of medieval times. You always get those confused. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Well, I'm drunk at both of them. History that Beats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to History Defeats Itself. My what name is Kevin Rosenquist. We are a comedy podcast that wonders why us as people never seem to lo- learn from our history. I am joined, as always, by two men who are never going to give you up or let you down, John Banks and Greg Mitchell. How are you guys doing? I'm never going to run around. I'm curious. I desert you. I'm yeah. I am. Oh. Right. I'm curious why you look so surprised when you're the one who decides when we start. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited about Kevin's lighting today. You notice his his skin tone is not nice. too pasty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's got the spray tan just perfectly mixed. Good work. It's amber. I spray tan. I spray tanned once. It was. I look good. Did you get your penis and balls? No. Did you, no, definitely you looked weird naked. <laughs> definitely looked weird naked. <laughs> looked like I was still wearing underwear. Whitey tighties. <laughs> nice. As if you don't look weird naked anyway. Yeah, not too sure. I am a man. <laughs> Most of us don't look great naked. Nope. Yeah, we don't. Outside of, you know, the goslings of pits of the world. But we don't know if they hey, look good naked. We don't know. I heard... Uh, I bet I bet Gusling looks phenomenal. They, they may have funny looking penises. They could. Yeah. Did you hear that Pitt uh, quit drinking? I did. Brad Pitt quit drinking. Yeah. No, I'm not happy about that. Yeah. That's disappointing. So did Tom Holland. Who? Oh. Spider Man. You know who? You know who helped Brad Pitt quit drinking? Tom Cruise. Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Oh. Jesus, another heartthrob. You know who helped Bradley Cooper? Woody Harrelson. Do you know who helped Woody Harrelson? That's made up, right? No. Maybe. Do you know who Woody Harrelson? <laughs> Maybe it was being on oh, the show. Woody Harrelson introduced them to lots of drugs. Being on the show, cheers. That helped Woody Harrelson quit drinking. It did. I think it was Woody Harrelson who actually helped Bradley Cooper. Hmm. I don't care. <laughs> I don't either. I don't like the fact that they're in a tight circle. I'm not in a, If I was in that circle, I'd be like really interested. Would but, Would you quit drinking too, or no? No. Fuck that. Did I say that Courtney and I saw John Hamm at the airport? Like literally, like he was two feet away from me and like he'd been over into my little his ticket got he left his ticket in the bin and i was like hey john ham you left your ticket i didn't say <laughs> what that. did he say he did i just said i said your ticket and he turned around and grabbed it. he's like thanks and i just wanted to be like you're so handsome john ham <laughs> can i gaze into your eyes longingly for the next you. five seconds i don't care where you're going i want to go with you and he's like hey john john banks i'm 10 feet away from you and your beard is still touching me <laughs> like Wait, I love your podcast john banks from from the podcast history defeats itself yeah, yeah. he's like wow can i get your autograph and you're like no yeah no. I love, no, we don't instead, of autographs, instead of autographs i just pluck a beard hair and i form it into a john banks signature and i just actually, give it to you a lot of people they, they actually each grow as a John Bakes signature, so I don't have to form it. I just pluck it. <laughs> oh, thank God! That gets time consuming. Yeah, that would take a while. That would take. It a only while. it only forms itself when you snip it. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it as soon as it falls off, it goes John Banks. Cursive. 
Yeah, cursive. Well, it's oh, a signature, you dumb fuck. Jesus. You don't get to pick your font, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, was Ham flying coach or what? <laughs> Playing coach. Yeah, flying coach. Oh, yeah. flying coach. Uh, he wasn't on my flight, and I, I, uh, I assume not. He had a paper wow. ticket though, so I think it was like a last-minute decision to go to the airport and fly somewhere. Got or you. he's a paper ticket kind of guy. I don't think he is. He seems like he'd have an assistant kind of guy. Some people don't trust technology. Yeah, that's true. John Ham, we're painting you in that corner, buddy. Yep, John Ham, not convinced that the the email ticket thing works. Well, I mean, he's John Ham, that shit out. You're fucking handsome as fuck. I mean, fuck. he ran, he ran the, or he's part of that adage you see in the 60s. So, I mean, John Hamm's got to be 120. So, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's not great with technology, but he looks fantastic for his age. <laughs> he's a vampire. That's why. <laughs> so. Follow us on social media. I uh, haven't posted on there in a while, but you should still follow us on social media TikTok, uh, Instagram. Actually, everybody needs to get off social media. It's not good for anybody. Yeah. It's not get off social you. media, but listen to us on listen to media. podcasts, but stay off the social media because well, you know not, what? I don't want not. to do the social media stuff anyway. So give me a reason not to, but still listen and send us money. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. We, we got to start a Patreon. We'll right. probably make even, like six bucks a year. If you want to, you can even pay us not to do this. We're looking at that too. Yeah, I would. I would be down for that. Yeah, I would definitely be down for that. Also, we're right, well, like, we're kind of like grass. farmers with subsidies. <laughs> until until that happens, it's my turn to lead tonight. Uh, boring. So let's get started. My inspirations for today's topic are this is Greg the, Mitchell. Thank you very much. Are the two and men staring back at me on my computer screen right now? Fuck, I was half right. Greg. You see, last episode, I was ridiculed, teased, yelled at, beaten, and subjected to snarky texts and general dickishness by my co-hosts. Why, you ask? Because I had a viewpoint that was too philosophical and deep for them to understand. Advanced reason is not something that they excel in. In case you missed it, or need a refresher... We're in case you missed it. <laughs> Yes, everybody need a refresher. Last episode, Greg felt inspired by the episode that John had done previously. It was more thought-provoking than he uh, thought John capable of. Mm. Uh, Greg God, talked you, about. Now you're making it sound like I'm insulting John. John, I didn't mean it that There's way. A very Fuck better Kevin. tone in Kevin's voice. You can tell you so insulted John for like 15 straight minutes last episode. <laughs> yeah, the difference is I insulted John. That's <laughs> okay, my okay. fucking job, and you're fucking stepping all over me right now. Yeah, it's true. John, uh, Greg talked about the difficulties one ha- one has with changing one's opinion. He discussed neuroscience and how our brains are sort of wired to have certain opinions. Is this whole there. episode just going to be a fucking summary there's of a, what we did in the past? There's a physical component involved. Love, all like, right, fine. You know what? You want, I, do have, I do have a clip for, to summarize. Here's, here's my clip. I'm super stupid. All right. So that was the synopsis <laughs> of Greg's discussion from last episode. Um, two episodes ago. John, John led the I podcast. I want to stop that. I just want to stop there. That's the be- that is the this best. This is cool, man. Ever. This is like a deep fake, everybody. <laughs> Two episodes ago, John led the podcast that inspired Greg. We had a discussion on the exact title of our show, History Defeats Itself. He enlightened us on, enlightened us on the cyclical nature of major events in the world's history. He cited Peter Turchin, the founder of Cleodynamics, a discipline of historical macrosociology that seeks to identify patterns and cycles in history through the application of mathematical models. Here's a clip from that episode. But I am this stupid. <laughs> so during John, this episode, Greg's episode, this episode, I think this episode should be called Inception. 
So it's kind of like an episode within an episode within an episode, and we're stupid. Kevin's a meanie meanie. (laughs) He's a fucking asshole. And he knows how to record our he knows how to like play back our Well, he took time. I hope I know how to record our conversations because (laughs) he did take time to do that. Ignore everything Kevin says, ladies and gentlemen. John Greg's episode. During Greg's episode, I opined that one could argue that Greg and John's opined were opined. Were opposite viewpoints. John's was based on societal patterns out of our control, and Greg's was more about our individual brains and offered more of a chance for <laughs> this whole change. episode is him predestination versus right. free will. Because I had the audacity to be- bestow high level logic on these two, they of course resorted to name calling, the only defense they really know. Yeah, you're so, a fucking idiot. <laughs> so I scrapped my original idea for this oh, episode yeah. and decided to do part three of this theme. Before I reveal the topic, do you guys have anything to add? I feel like I summarized that pretty well. Yeah, is it about your stupid fucking tattoo? <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, no, I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> or it's not a question. <laughs> no, it's, it is something to add, though. So you gave up time with your child to find us saying those things so you could play it back on this episode. You gave up time with your family. When, to be when we're way now. more than we're way more than happy <laughs> to tell you we're stupid. <laughs> Without, I mean, without actually. Where's the dramatic you, effect of that? We, we read your scripts. You tell us what to say. We say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, it wasn't that hard. But anyway, so tonight we're going to talk about free will. I love this topic. Free Willy. That was a good movie. Remember that whale? So what happened was he, he was jumps in, over a kid. That's all. He I was remember. he was in captivity, right? Wouldn't that have been funny? You know, they say like whales have huge cocks. Wouldn't it be funny if he like jumped <laughs> over the kid and his whale dick fucking knocked him in the head? Right yeah. Concussed him. Or he just <laughs> drowned. That's how free Willie ends. Willie gets free and the kid dies by Willie's Willie. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that kid's name was Willie. <laughs> There's no free Willie. It's a very confusing movie. <laughs> it was. So do we as individuals and societies truly choose our own destinies or are we mere actors playing out the script of history? So I want to start with what John talked about in his episode real briefly, civilization cycles, the rise and uh, some examples would be the rise and fall of empires, the Roman, the Byzantine, Ottoman and British noticing similarities in their expansion, peak decline and fall. Some other examples, economic boom and bust cycles like the Great Depression of the 1930s, the dot-com bubble of the late 1990s, and the 2008 financial crisis all followed times of economic prosperity. Don't forget about like uh, August of 2023 because right now is not exactly a boom down time. It's not. It's not. But we did have a pandemic a couple of years ago, a few years ago. Yeah, but the economy kicked ass in the pandemic. Now we're eating a big fat fucking shit sandwich. Yeah. But it's one well, of those sandwiches sh- that shits on the outside and the inside, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. There's it's no bread. There's it's no bread. It's all shit. Yeah, it's all shit. It's really just a pile of shit. <laughs> it's it's exactly like what happens when you go to Wendy's. It's <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's, not a sponsor, but you not going to be a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> or this is a good time to announce our sponsor, Wendy's, for all your frosty <laughs> needs. You know what? I'll take a shit junior with an order of fries and uh. <laughs> I'll take a bacon. Sir, shit. you do know the fries are shit. Just shit too. Just we deep fry it. Well, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Don't tell me what a fucking fry is. Just get it to me, you stupid shit. Earn your twelve bucks an hour. Fry that. Wendy's, cat we make turd. your burgers square because we don't cut corners. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, you should probably you should probably email them. 
after the thing what you said about them. I don't think they're going to fucking open that email. Don't worry. This isn't live. I could cut that out. I probably won't, though. Hey, get that out. So uh, recurring conflicts, uh, the consistent emergence of civil wars or revolts during times of economic disparity or resource scarcity. So essentially, these patterns could show us how to predict significant world events based on specific signs that were present for the past events. Do I have that pretty right, John? Yeah. So now let's move on to Greg's episode. <laughs> like, what am I going to say? The, the nope. scientific perspective, neurological studies uh, have shown. Uh, I didn't know in, we could just do an episode <laughs> where we just talk about previous episodes. It's pretty cool. Yes, you do. You talk about yourself every episode. Yeah, but usually new aspects about myself or different <laughs> aspects. So my next episode is just going to be me playing recordings of different sentences we said in all the previous episodes. John, if I thought you could put that together, I would say go for it. <laughs> that is actually Touché. that is actually an accurate no, jab. I but he just took not you. do that. I can't do it either. So Greg, be Greg, do that. Greg did the scientific perspective, neurological studies. Uh, indicating that decisions might be made in the Let's brain be honest conscious I didn't awareness do it. <laughs> okay. uh, another one i don't recall if we discussed would be uh genetics and behavior how much do our genes dictate our actions and decisions i was no, no. Anything... how much do our jordash genes dictate oh that's what correct. it was it was jordash genes i do I... remember that now uh anything to add greg or did you did you cover everything last episode you know this sounds like super <laughs> condescending oh it sounds like a just... setup. it's a trap i it's not a trap. I swear it's not a trap. I honestly was just trying to blow through that stuff. So, all right, no, let's move what on. I did is I left that episode in the past, like you should have. <laughs> Clearly, I could not. Yeah. No. You're you're still you're defending like we apparently gave you way more shit than we usually do and you wrote this whole episode to somehow vindicate yourself when oh, no. I don't care how much information you share with us. John and I will never be on team Kevin again. That's fine. And you never were. So first of all, uh, but let's just move on because you're already annoying me. I, and, hold on. Uh, hold on. I'm a flip flopper. So not that I've never been on team Kevin. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. It just really depends on. That's what's... true. You are kind of a flip flopper. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Flip... I'm totally Greg's consistently the... anti Kevin. And right. in fairness, I'm consistently anti Greg. <laughs> we're, we're like the Republicans versus the Democrats. It's very sad. He's clearly the Republican. Clearly. How? Yeah. Fuck you. Well, you do make more money than me. That just means I donate more than you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cozy. I'm in the center. Right, so let's. So so we're going to talk about uh, free will. Kevin. And, Kevin. And, Kevin. Okay, we're not going to talk about free will. Hang on. Let's let Greg say whatever uh, incredibly poignant thing he has to say. I really like the way your facial hair looks today. Oh, it does look sexy. You look really good. Uh, All right. Well, that was that, that was actually pretty good. I'm glad <laughs> yeah, we I'm distracted that. by your good looks today. <laughs> See, this is what he does, though. He gives you a compliment about your mm-hmm. looks, and then he insults your intelligence. It's yeah. pretty abusive. He's an abuser. Pattern. Yeah, he yeah. does have an abusive pattern. There's no doubt. But about I it. sincerely, right. I sincerely mean both parts. Shut the fuck up and let me move on. Let's get okay. into the episode. We haven't gotten any episode yet. Oh, all we've done is rehash our fucking I hard know. work. No, riding on the I, shoulders of John. I've and got Greg. a whole arc here, you dick. Sorry. Kevin from outside the paint. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's a basketball reference, John. So um, three pointer. All right. So uh, I may not be the smartest person in the world, but I, but I love philosophy. So we're going to start with the philosophical perspective of free will. Idiots usually do. 
The concept of fate versus free will was prevalent in Greek tragedies where characters seemingly cannot escape their destinies. In Oedipus Rex, the idea of fate versus free will is a big deal. Oedipus, the main character, tries to avoid a terrible prophecy that says he'll kill his dad and marry his mom. No matter what he does to avoid it, he ends up doing it anyway. She was super hot, though. Yeah, I mean, you can't blame him. She was really hot. I'd hit that. it's like it's a Raquel Welch. Of even if day. even if it was she, even if she was your mom. No, <laughs> my mom's a Jewish old lady. No, I don't want that. That's what's stopping you. <laughs> yes. Not you the incestual no part. You have no idea. The psychological I mean, you know, she was 40 done. and hot. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if she were 40 and hot, that would not work out very well. Mathematically, John. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that's, you know. Let's just say that for some reason there's a category on I think it's called Pornhub. <laughs> I think that deals in this I heard it's usually stepmoms though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a whole family. Why. It's like a whole family. There's weird about that. Stepbrother, stepsister, brother, sister, aunts, uncles, Teddy the midget. <laughs> like it's just Whoa. I don't think I'm allowed to say that. Nope, you can't. I'm don't sorry. Think you should. I apologize for using the word Teddy. I'm canceling John right now. I'm holding I'm holding an X right in front of John's face. All right. So the Oedipus Rex story raises the philosophical question. Do we really have control over our lives or is it all pre-written like a cosmic script? So before we continue, as far as the philosophical side of free will, I would love to get your uh, initial opinions before we talk further about it. John, you go first. Okay. I have a lot to say about so this. So I do believe well man it's a real mindfuck how i approach this because i would say yes. it's a mindfuck of a topic yeah quite honestly, but i would say so. yes and no right so i don't i don't think there's some cosmic event where everything came together and i was born right like it would just happen to be the time uh, you just insulted your mom and dad having sex <laughs> i think it was a special event when you were born yeah i don't think it was cosmic sex i'm sure it was okay <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't feel earth shattering. I don't feel like the night of us conceived was like the best sex of their life. I don't Listen, know that, Greg I just, and I have both had kids. When you're trying to have a baby, it's not super sexy, yeah, right? It's just it's fun. a business transaction. <laughs> exactly. Whoa, I don't know how you had sex. <laughs> well, Sheena always left twenty dollars on the table. Jen and I were both drunk. <laughs> that was every time we get. That wasn't very transactiony. Um, so I don't feel like and so- and John's mom and I were both drunk. <laughs> Well, that's the only way she would have sex with you. So, um, so I don't, I don't, I don't think that we're like, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like cosmic or it wasn't like this, this master plan of the universe that I was born. But now that I am born, I don't think that I have free will. I have the ability to choose, but all those choices are coming from who I am as a person and everything that happened before. So I don't think that I am able to make a I can only make one choice and that choice is already laid out whether I realize it or not. And I feel like I'm making a choice, but I'm not sort of like a personal predestination because of who you are as a person. Well, everybody, like everybody, like in other words, yeah, we're using you as an example, like you're going to make the choices you're going to make Kevin, because you're Kevin and you've had all the experiences you've had. I haven't made, I haven't had the same experiences. So I may make different choices, but those choices I'm making are not, my free will even though what if it. what if john the future has already happened but you just don't remember it and there is no such thing as this construct of time and everything is all at once so free will and 
predestination, fate, or whatever you want to call it, is meaningless anyway. Well, I mean, if you want to go that big, everything's meaningless. <laughs> I <laughs> did. <laughs> because we're all going to eventually, this whole thing's going to end. Right? So, <laughs> like, not, not me, See, but all of us. So. Right? Like, the universe is going to expand into a point where everything is so cold and spread out that nothing can live. So. God, you always got to take it to the fucking. Well, I'm saying negative, if we're gonna go that you? big, <laughs> like, well, I mean, we just got we technology just got to keep up. That's all. How do you know that the end of the world isn't just like a bunch of all the all the cotton candy you can eat? I, I don't know. That'd be awesome. That would be. Fuck yeah, so, would. I mean, I do like cotton candy. I haven't had it in a long time. That is delicious. Yeah, it is. Good call, Greg. I like the way it tickles your mouth a little bit on the way in. <laughs> that's kind of tickle out, tickle. Yeah, cotton candy sort of gets in all... hand job booths. That's the end of the, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the universe. <laughs> Hopefully it's not by the same person that's like handing you cotton candy and giving yeah, you a hand. It is. It's the it same is. guy who's got his hand in that yeah. machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his fucking his hair is all up in the air like because he's been mixing it too long. And Here's like, the thing. Every every cotton candy comes with just a little bit of jizz. <laughs> There's nothing. It's that is the secret ingredient. Do you know that? <laughs> you can't do anything about it. That's it it's like not heaven, mouth. not hell. It's <laughs> kind of like Earth. <laughs> Greg? I already. I just told you. No, I didn't. I, oh, I, I was going to say that was it. But it could. It could be that time is is not linear, and everything's already happened, and we just don't know it yet. But but then that I, was I think as far as no free will. So assuming assuming that we are not in a matrix, which I every fucking minute that <laughs> passes, it feels more and more like we could be. Um, and it feels like every kind of science fictiony fact that we ever learned uh, is kind of coming true. Uh, you know, with aliens and with fucking um, AI, AI, and you know the Jetsons. Every all the technology they had mm-hmm. on the Jetsons is coming true. So it just seems like we have a robot yes. anyway. Yeah, basically, <laughs> that's basically what was her name? What was her dot dot? Um, I can't remember the the the, the cleaning maid. the maid no, the, the robot maid. the robot maid was it Flo? It wasn't Flo. That's Alice's no, diner. Yeah, close. Yeah, um, it doesn't matter anyway. Either way, I think that I think that there is free will, but it's confined. I and I think this is what John was saying too. It, it depends where you are in in your time and space in life, and your options are kind of hinged upon that. So, if we were born into slavery in the one thousands, our free will would only exist within our own minds. And that would require a shit ton of optimism, <laughs> optimistic thinking as well to kind of to kind of do that. Um, now we I think we feel like we have more free will, but we we do have only, a, a, I think, a narrow amount of choices. And who knows if, you know, you zigged when you should have zagged, if that would have led you to here or not. I kind of think so. We've we've made choices about you know, our fiancés or spouses and it got us to where we are now. And it just, it's yeah. a butterfly effect. It just That's, keeps. Yeah. So it's that movie sliding doors, right? Was that, yeah. Was that about that? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like, choose your, you choose your own adventure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like things, things can happen. So I think you do have, have options, but they're pretty limited. And, it, and the fact that we're three white dudes in 2023, we probably have the most options available at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, th- I think it depends on what you straight white about. dudes. Right, but but I think it depends on what you're talking about, right? Because I feel like like with cancel culture, and I know that's like, what does that mean, and what does woke mean, and all these things, right? But like with, with that, people self censor, right? And so you're you're you choose, and I don't mean like 
saying some overtly racist thing, right? Like that, like people who want to do that, do that. <laughs> they use their free will to do that. But I mean, like, I, I don't know, like, like, uh, I don't want to give an example because I don't want to get canceled, right? But like so- something that in our day would have been no big deal, you can't say anymore. And I'm not somebody who's like, oh, it's so unfair, right? Oh, I know. Like, so that like, like he, she, they, them, all the pronouns, right? So like, if I mess up and I say the wrong pronoun to someone because this person identifies as female, but they're male, right? then they get mad at me. And so then my free, my free will, my brain is going to say like, I'm registering them as male. Right. But I know I self-censor. So I change what I'm going to say based on the social response I'm going to get. Sure. Right. But just the thought that you can change what you're going to say is free will. And you still could have chosen to not be sensitive to what people want to be called. So that still is free will. Yeah. Well, but it's, it's, I think it's free will with like a heavy hand. Like in other words, it's like, it depends how much it, Depends how much confrontation you want in your life. Right, right. You know, or not just confrontation. I mean, like, like you know, it's like I, I definitely don't want to hurt someone's feelings or, you know, anything like that. So it's, you know, it's it, like there's all, so I guess there's just, there's all these things that are constantly coming into play about choices we make that are external as well as internal. So, so, but what you're saying is your choices, the consequences of your choices have changed within the last, whatever, 15 years, 20 years. Um but that doesn't necessarily impact your ability to to still choose that path. It might not be popular and it might lead you to a different place, but free will and fate and a destination, I think is, is a little bit different than that. It's, it's kind of the same, but it's a little different. Well, I'm still, I'm still, you're still like, you're still, so I'm still, you're still engaging like free will, like quote unquote free will, but, but you're not, it, it's like, yes, you're making the choice to say whatever you're going to say, but you're making that based on, you know, so we're, we're constantly making choices. Our, our free will is constantly. About consequences. Yeah. You know, or not just, but yeah, consequences or the, the rewards or whatever, right? Like it's, you know, there's this whole system in social society where we're rewarded or punished. And of course we'd rather be rewarded than punished. So it's like, we will make choices for the reward. <laughs> you haven't seen all the same videos that I have, but <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's a reward, right? Like, like that is a reward, you know, you know, like, so if somebody is like, uh, let, let's say somebody is very anti-woke, right. And they go out and they, and they like push down a protester. Well, that's a dick move. And then, you know, so half the people in the world are gonna be like, that's a dick move. And the other half are going to celebrate them. Right. So they get a reward, you know, so that, that's not from everyone. Right. I agree. Yeah. And, and the free will part is it's still free will. Um, y- yes, but it's definitely it's it's definitely free will that is not like, in other words, nobody is my nobody's out making choices. We're not. So just are, going you, to, are you are you describing free will as no matter what decision or whatever action you decide to take? Um, it's consequence free. No, no, no. I'm saying that. Well, I would say yes. I'm just trying to understand. Yes, I would say that. Yes, I would say that. That true free will would be for all of us to be able to do whatever we wanted, to make whatever choice we wanted based on what we wanted, right? Versus we make choices because we live in a society, and and, and we should make choices based on that. I'm not telling, about, like I'm but not. That, but there still is, like you just said, there that is a consequence, though. Like getting does a reward. The, does is the consequence, consequence matter though? Because if it's free will, you can do whatever you want. There are consequences, but it's still free will. So if you you could go out and murder somebody because you have free will, your consequence is that is that you're going to go to jail. 
but the consequence doesn't necessarily have anything to do with it because maybe you don't get caught and you don't go to jail. Well, you're it's still free will that you made the decision to do that. Right. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying it's uh, again this is kind of like I think when like on the last episode Kevin where it's like it's very nuanced. So it's like yes it is free will, but if I can go out and kill someone and there's no consequences, then that is me like like in other words if I, if the only consequences or rewards were internal, right? So in other words, if I kill you, Kevin, I'm happy about that or I'm sad about that, right? So then based on that internal feeling, I make a choice to do it or not do it, right? You'd be sad. I would be totally sad. Um, but there could be there could be a consequence to your choice that you didn't predict either. I well, mean, but, it might but not I'm be... like, like, I'm just like expanded out to like, imagine, there are no consequences, right? So if, there's, yeah. if we live in a world where okay. there's no consequences and the only, the only thing is how it makes me feel, Right, so it doesn't matter how anyone else feels, what it does to anybody, none of that. It just matters how it makes me feel. So everyone's a sociopath, right? Okay. So then I think so. Those, Florida. <laughs> I think those people have true free will because everything they choose to do is about them and what they want. Most. But again, the the only thing I would push back on is is why why does it matter if there's a consequence or not? Because the consequence affects the choice you will make. Okay. That's okay. what I'm saying. I see what like, you're saying. In other words... I see what you're saying. Right. So so there are consequences. So it, no matter how... So you put the knife up and you're coming at me and then it go, you, your brain goes, dude, you don't want to go to jail. But right. I, don't, go, I, don't oh, view, okay. I don't view that as free will. Like, I don't view... But that's, I think, what John's saying. Is it's yeah, not... no, I, I know, but I don't really see that. It that way, like I, I think that free will is having the choice to make consequences. Be damned! I have an you opportunity have to... to do something, right? But he's saying, he's saying I think that yeah. if you might want to do something, knowing the consequences will change your your decision on whether to do it or not. Right, John? Yes. Right. That's just a limited aspect of free will because there's no such thing as 100% pure free will or. Well, like we, right. we, did, we, we didn't get down to the percentages, uh, Greg. <laughs> hey, all right, before we keep, let, let's 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 move on because we got we're gonna have plenty more chances to get into this exact conversation. So during the Enlightenment, thinkers <laughs> like John Locke came up with the idea of tabula rasa, which basically means blank slate. Wasn't According- John Locke in in that uh, show Lost? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch Lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? According to Locke, we're all born without built-in ideas or fate hanging over us. This perspective says we're like empty notebooks and life experiences right in the pages, shaping who we are and what we do. In this view, you're not stuck in a predestiny in a preset destiny. You're more you're you're building yourself through choices and experiences. So according to Locke, you have a lot more control over your life's direction. That makes sense. So he's saying that you're not you're a, you're a blank slate when you're born. I mean, do you guys believe that? No. Yeah. No, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Yeah. I think right, moving on. What do you think? Yeah. Like, and now they're finding out that like even emotions can can be genetically inherited yep. as well. Addiction so. and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you're. But it's it's good to. I like when people have extreme viewpoints because it's good especially especially philosophers because it's a good starting point right so maybe maybe like you know a smaller percentage of it is kind of predetermined and but i mean you fucking look at look at how like you know john banks might 
his his walk might look exactly like his dad's walk, for example, mm-hmm. right? Because it's genetically inherited. Take that so, back, you son of a bitch! But is it is it genetically <laughs> is it genetically inherited, or is it is it learned, or is it something that he spent so much time with his dad growing up that he he became that same way? I don't think so because no? most people don't want to be like their dad. Yeah, so, it's, but it's subconscious. It's not anything you're controlling. You're not going looking at your dad going, "Wow, he walks funny." I definitely don't want to walk like that. So you change the way you walk. You know, like you're just okay. Just well, happens. let's just let's just say talk about something that's not a fucking uh, just idiosyncrasy. Let's just talk about eye color. Like eye color is genetically inherited. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with free will. Well, it could because it could if you have the right eye color, maybe that gets you the modeling gig that you shouldn't have gotten or something like that. Well, that would be the same as talent or or anything else that you might get genetically, which we're going to get into. So let me keep going. So uh, nature versus nurture. This is something that uh, we've all uh, we probably talked about in this podcast before. Uh, Genetics, which would be nature. Our genes come loaded with instructions for everything from our eye color to certain personality traits. Some research even suggests genes can influence our likelihood of developing conditions like depression. Uh, Instincts, babies suck their thumbs and know how to cry for attention. Animals know how to hunt or hide without being taught. Versus nurture, upbringing and environment. Social programming. From the moment we're born, society starts teaching us how to behave, what to believe, what's good and bad. Uh, And then there's cultural and economic factors. Depending on where you're born or the resources available to you, your life can be hugely impacted, which is like what Greg talked about with being born into slavery in the 1000s. So nurture nature, most people feel like there's probably a middle ground, like a blend of the two. You know, like if you might be born with a talent for music, but if you're if you never encounter an instrument, you're not going to become a rock star. But it is an interesting thought to have because like one of the things that popped into my head was like Michael Phelps, you know, Michael Phelps, if he's never, if he's never introduced to, to swimming, like he, he's just a dude with a short torso and long arms. right? Like, <laughs> Cause that's but, like what gave him the advantage. Well, that's just it. I mean, right? like what, what if, you know, what if someone who is just the best of the best at what they do, who, whatever sport, whatever instrument, whatever, artistic ability like what if they never picked up that instrument or picked up that paintbrush or whatever like what do you think do you think that people are drawn to things because they're born with certain talents or is it just kind of dumb luck i think it's way more um uh i guess nurture right or way more what i think that particular aspect is way more what is available to you sure right um versus where it, I think I, I think you're born with certain innate instincts where you're talking about like crying to so you get fed or you go to sleep or get changed or what you, you're basically you can't speak so you cry so your caretakers know there's something wrong right so that's that's uh born with but I think like a learn you know so but you right you, you could be the greatest piano player in the world or have that in you but if you don't have a piano or you know even you know you live in a country where every day you have to walk 10 miles to get clean water you're never going to be a piano player, mm-hmm. right? Versus right. if you're if you're born into you know a, a middle class family or more, you know you're born into a wealthy country where your family has you know a piano, or you go to a school and there's a piano. You know, in other words, it's like that, that, and you hear stuff on the radio, and then you know there's all these things that will steer you towards that. 
Right. So, so you're based, you know, yeah. So, so no free will. Of, right. So, so in other words, right. I don't, I don't think, I don't think people go like, oh, I'm good at music, so I'm going to play. Me. I was, I was amazing at alto saxophone. I really was. Like, I was just like, I picked it up. I understood it. <laughs> Everybody knows that, John. Give like, him a tenor. Yeah. Lost, but yeah. that alto. Yeah. Um, and and I and I and I didn't really like. I was really, I had a really good natural talent, and there was another guy I went to high school with who didn't have a really good natural talent, but he got music lessons, he practiced, and he went on to be like a, he's, he's played with like P.B. King, and he's like a professional musician, right? I could have done that, but I didn't want to, right? Like, like whatever my upbringing was, whatever my situation was in that family, it was like, oh, actually, I, I know what happened. Like, my dad, my senior year, my dad decided he was going to get involved in my life, and so he tried to like do as much as he could with music, and so that drove me away from that. Right. So if he hadn't done that's, that, maybe I would have not known. <laughs> that is sad. You know, well, I mean, it wasn't his fault. Right. You know, he was just trying. No, like, of course was, not. No, you know, he was well, just, maybe the previous 16 years. Yeah, were. the previous 16 years, totally. <laughs> his fault. You know, but he was just all of a sudden he was trying to connect with me at a point where, you know, genetically and evolutionary, I'm, I want to get away from him. Right. So mm-hmm. and I didn't have the best relationship with him. So it's like this. I don't want you in my fucking life. I don't want you in the fucking And you life. were at, yeah, at a tough age. too. Yeah. And it's that. like yeah. so he's just mm-hmm. shit. He's just ruining the thing that I loved. Right. So but who knows? Right. Who knows if I would have been born to a dad who hadn't gone to Vietnam and didn't have an alcoholic father? You know, it's like so, so in other words, and that's why I say that we don't have free will because mm-hmm. I am going to make choices and my dad made choices and his dad made like We all make choices based on everything that has happened to us. So the choice we make, we think we're making the choice, but we really don't have a choice in it because we, with all the information in our brain, we can only make that choice. I think there is a blend because you do have a choice about whether, you know, you moved to California and the way that you did it. First, you went to Arizona and then you came to California. I mean, there's there's different there's different things that came up and maybe you've made some hasty ha- just hasty decisions that had and a hasty. huge impact on your hasty life. Decisions as well, and hasty ones, yeah, yeah. of course. But I, I don't I think make so many hasty decisions. <laughs> I don't think there's no there's no free will. I think it is a blending. And obviously, all of your experiences influence what your what your decisions are going to be. But there's there's been plenty of times where we've come to a crossroad in our lives where. We could have gone one way or the other, and you know, you gotta you gotta make that leap. Some people never make that decision. Some, Some people, people are like, you know what, I'm gonna wear leap. my hat facing forward. Some people, are like, I'm gonna wear my hat backwards. That that is absolutely true. And today, yeah. I decided to wear it facing, you know, maybe not the way society wants me to, <laughs> <laughs> or most people. But all right, so, but I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> let me let me pivot to something uh, a little more serious as far as this goes or at least a little more like this well, so this far nat- it's been a fucking riot so yeah this nature this nature versus nurture uh you guys have been very funny the nature versus nurture uh discussion comes up a lot with things like homosexuality you know which is in the news you know as far as like you know not teaching kids about certain things you know until they're older because some people say you know you're either you're born with tendencies towards homosexuality or you're it's a learned behavior do you guys think that is blended is that something you're 100 percent born with or 100 percent not i think i'm gonna take this one john because you really talked for a very long time and I it did. was riveting and i enjoyed it yeah uh, so i'm gonna go ahead and take this okay. one i think the easiest way to get people to shut the fuck up that are anti people that it could be on a sexual spectrum or continuum is to say that yeah you're born that way because that way it's inarguable and if it's something that if it's nature 
you know, you, you don't have a choice in that shit. So it's like, fuck you. Um, fuck you. This is who I am and it's how I am. But I think that there are varying degrees, places in time in our society and others where it's either acceptable or not like just variances as opposed to just being, if you're just heterosexual, it seems as though that is what's accepted worldwide. If you're anything different, then it threatens people. And like, so now you have, you have people that are going through more trans experiences than ever before. Does that mean that there's more trans people now than ever before? Does that mean that society has accepted it more? So more people have like been more free to be themselves. Or um, I personally, my opinion is I don't care because whatever people either choose or are, if they're living um, life to their fullest and like the, whatever they want to do is, is totally fine with me. I, I am, I don't care enough about what other people consenting adults do when they're fucking, as long as they're not hurting anybody and not taking advantage of minors and all those things. I mean, we've talked about that before, but, but, but do you have a lean on which one is there, is there, do you see it as a nurture or a nature? No, I would hope that we're born. We're kind of born that way. I know that like, just there have been so many people that have said they've known since the time that they could process thoughts that they were, Mm -hmm. that they were either gay or like they weren't in the right gender. They didn't feel, right in their own bodies that's or plenty of people who had like macho dads who were very anti-gay or something and then they're closeted and all that stuff that you know you hear those stories as well yeah and also the way society treats you i mean who wants to go through like being called names and beating the shit out of and all that for being true to themselves it's just it's a pain in the ass so now our society uh, seems to be a lot more accepting of it so obviously more people are going to be true to themselves I, I I guess I only hope that it's that it's nature just because it just makes it seem like at least you don't have to fucking argue it anymore. If you're going to say it's purely nurture, then you're going to take people and try and have them deprogrammed. And then you're also going to have people that are potentially homosexuals be self-loathing because what why why do I feel this way? I should change myself. And if you're kind of born that way, at least. I, I feel like it removes a lot of fucking heartache. Here's and I, and I also I, I think that you know I think it is a spectrum, right? And so it is it is nature, right? But then you know I think that's the I think there are people who know when they're born, right? Or not when they're born, but like when they, you know like you know, I mean there's people who are like oh I knew when I was three, I knew when I was four, right? I don't remember when I was three. I don't remember what the fuck I did when I was three, but but I do remember <laughs> being like four, and I remember like being really attracted to women. Like I was I, super into girls at yeah, three. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and, but, but, you know, I think there's also, there's a wide range of people who are, don't know who are kind of, you know, um, ambiguous or ambivalent. Right. And, and then, and then you kind of, I think that's when you're a teenager, you experiment with things, um, you know, and so and kind of what Greg's saying is like, you know, so then I think that's when the nurture comes in where it's like, you, you, like how, how many, how many, you know, how many people do we know that like dyed their hair black and went all gothy, right? You know, mm-hmm. when they were teenagers and now they're like just fat bald dudes, you know, like with yeah. kids. And so it's like, yeah, I, anyway, you know, so I, I think that um, I'm getting off track here, but, but yes, I think it's, I think it's nature. I think, I think it's all nature as far as sexual uh, preference or desire, whatever you want to call it. I think it's, you know, again, I, I think, I think it's as much nature as your eye color. 
right? So if you're if you're born bisexual, you're going to be bisexual. Now you may choose not you may choose to be with women because of what society does, but inside you're bisexual or you're straight or you're gay or you're whatever the and all the LGBT. I, and I I would hope to live in a society where it doesn't even matter. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, and I think that if you know a lot of the 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 younger Gen Z people are like that. They yeah. just they just don't. It's just they can. It's not. There's no gay straight. It's just equal opportunity. You know, it's whoever I fall in love with. I fall in love with. I fell in love with you too. Mm. Hold on one second, because there is a oh a, a couple giant. people in my room right now. <laughs> There's a baby Hold giant. On one second. Hey, can you get the fuck out of here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Those are just your kids. So that's 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 nurture. <laughs> but I <laughs> yeah. not sure what you're trying to teach there. All right. So let's let's move on to the next uh, part of this. And for those addition- of you waiting, I, I feel like a, uh, just a real quick explanation. Uh, my son and his friend came in here to see, they knew I was doing the podcast. They just kind of wanted to be on camera. So that's why I told them to get the fuck up. Yeah. No, no. You should, I support everyone you. should talk to their 17 year old son that way. 15. 15. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, he's bigger than you. He, he could, really yeah. is big. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. He could beat the living shit out of you if you wanted to. So it's fine. You can wow. talk to him if you want. Cause he yeah, but I got that beat dad strength. I got that dad strength. No, yeah. no, you don't. He's afraid of it. <laughs> I do. Yeah, he won't be afraid of that for much longer. All right. So in addition to philosophy, <laughs> another topic I love that is oftentimes confusing is physics. I briefly mentioned last episode that uh, I some thought physics was pretty straightforward. Okay, well, then keep listening. Uh, <laughs> I briefly mentioned last episode that some believe that if we're all a collection of atoms and molecules that behave a certain way and have a certain function, Adams and Eves, how can we have free will? Not Adams and Steve. <laughs> I was I was ridiculed by you assholes because of that. Oh shit! I'm stepping all over Kevin's insults to us. So Sorry. let's. My bad. No, you're not. It's fine. I edit you out later. It's so let's okay. dive into some more uh, some more stuff, and we'll get into some mind bending stuff. I want to challenge you guys here. All right. So. A classical physics uh, idea, determinism, uh, something called Laplace's demon. Uh, The idea by Pierre-Simon Laplace that if a if super intelligent entity, which he refers to as a demon, knew the precise location and momentum of every atom in the universe, it could predict the future with complete accuracy. I mean, how are you going to prove that right or wrong? You can't. But <laughs> if if you believe that, though, if you believe that, you know what? We'll we'll continue. Well, no. So, so this no, no, I, I get what you're saying. So, so, okay, okay. So, I, so I would say that that being able to to predict, right? So, I mean, first of all, I mean, the intelligence you would have to have, like the grand design. So, so then I would say yes, if you could do that, if you could know. The, the momentum and energy of every atom that was happening in the universe, then I would say, yes, you could probably predict the future. Then how could you have free will? Well, because you're talking about two different things. No, I'm saying that if that were possible, then how can free will exist? All right, well, free will doesn't exist. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> But wait, I, I don't understand just by knowing 
what every atom is in the universe. Because you would know what would give you the ability to predict the future. I would know what the atoms in your body are going to do. Because based on the atoms, I would know what you're going to do. But that's we're, again, Kevin's we're talking do. about time. Though we're talking about time and moving and stuff. So and decisions are fluid and they're constantly but happening. Are they? So that's kind of the point. Atoms right? That's the, the whole point. Is how much do you believe in the atoms and the particles and all that stuff? So let's let's continue. Um, this leads me into one of my favorite things that I think is really fascinating is quantum physics. So quantum physics is the branch of science that deals with the behavior of matter and energy at the tiniest scales, like atoms and subatomic particles. It's famous for being weird and counterintuitive bosons. with with, par with particles acting like both particles and waves and things being in multiple states at once until it's observed. It's the rule book for how the smallest parts of the universe behave. So traditional classical physics, which includes Newtonian mechanics, fails to accurately describe phenomena at these really, really super small scales. So quantum physics provides the theoretical framework for ex explaining these behaviors and has led to practical applications in various technologies like transistors, lasers, and quantum computing. So this is kind of one of the things that I... that kind of what we talked about before. So there's a rule in quantum physics called Heisenberg's uncertainty principle, which basically says you can't know everything about a tiny particle's speed and location at the same time. It's like trying to watch a super fast hummingbird. You either see where it is or how fast it's moving around, but not both. Does that make sense? Yeah. Heisenberg, he made meth. <laughs> <laughs> I knew one of us was going to say that. Yeah. yeah, I had a feeling somebody was going to say that too. So well, tiny particles me. sometimes act like they're in multiple places until we look and then they decide where to be uh, specifically as if they're playing like hide and seek. So the uncertainty principle adds an element of randomness or unpredictability at the quantum level. So if the fundamental particles that make up our universe and by extension, us, are not strictly deterministic, then it could be argued that our actions, too, have some level of unpredictability or freedom. So you're articulating exactly the argument that I was just making I, before. I did both of them. So you starting with, with the idea that if we could see all the atoms, basically this, yes, this was, that was a counterpoint. It's two quantum, to what, there's two quantum theories that one supports. It's separate theories that basically say like the same thing, but different. Like basically saying, don't have free will. yeah, basically saying that like, if you can, if you can understand all the atoms and, and what they're going to do, then you can see the future. But if atoms are, if, if particles are going to be so, so um, unpredictable and, do all these crazy things like be two places at once until we observe them, then then there's enough randomness in the world where it shouldn't be planned out, which in turn would say that we do have a free will, even if you believe in the particles and all the atoms. So if people so stop... Yes, I wanted to lay both of those out. So if people and I believe in the latter as opposed to the former. Naming their Sorry, kids John. Adam, does that mean quantum physics goes away in 100 years? Yes. Cool. Everyone's and particle. It. You got to stop. People got to stop naming their daughters particle. Ah, <laughs> uh, particle banks. <laughs> I would totally name my kid particle. <laughs> I know you would. 
So what do you guys, I mean, what do you think of, what do you think of that? I mean, it's, 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 I think it's very interesting because I do kind of believe that like, you know, another thing that I, that I actually wanted to bring up too is like, so, so this says it's, it's not a straightforward jump from quantum uncertainty to human free will. After all, our daily experiences are not governed by quantum mechanics in an easily discernible way. However, just because there's randomness in the quantum world, does that necessarily mean that we still can 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 control? Well, assuming you believe in this in in this this quantum mechanics idea, just because it's random, does that mean that we that we are able to like take advantage of that and make decisions on our own? I don't I don't think atoms doing anything has any influence one way or the other on how our brains work right i, I think it's more about ex- life experience our experience atoms life. are literally in your brain no no so I, they, I know and i think that's where the that's where the, but, but the, the gray every, area if you will, atoms is. everywhere right so, so i guess i'll say this there are so many things we don't understand right like we don't know why I touch this table and it's hard, but I do this and I can move my hand freely through the air, but it's the same amount of atoms, right? So why is it? Like we we say, oh, it's the arrangement of the molecules. Okay, great. It's the arrangement of the molecules, but we don't know why that particular arrangement stops my hand from going through it. So then I would say, I mean, is it possible? Yes. My brain is too fucking small and I'm too stupid as you played back earlier <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i got i have, I have something for this <laughs> but i am this stupid right there you go okay so it's like i i can only wrap my head around like the emotional side of it and the i, I and the neural pathway part of it i don't know man I don't, maybe they do maybe they don't I, I i i am so far away from that that i can't even have an opinion about it John is mm-hmm. finally saying something i completely agree with <laughs> he is just too fucking stupid <laughs> <sighs> and I'm super stupid. stupid. <laughs> yeah, I am super stupid. I don't even know why my opinion would matter to anybody besides. I don't even think you two assholes care about my opinion. I don't. No, I. I think. Well, no, that's true. But I. I know I'm saying like like I think these are fun, the fun things to talk about. I like having these kind of conversations yeah, no, because and conversation. I. And I and I think that there's a lot. You know, a lot of people. You know, maybe, maybe people are finding this episode boring. I. I don't know. But but I think that it's. There's a lot of uh, ideas out there that are somewhat counterintuitive, or certainly certainly counter to what you know we've been thought to or, or, or told to think for a long time, or or even what scientists have believed. Okay, for a so long, then let me add. Time. So do you know what do you know what um, quantum entanglement is? I know a little bit about quantum entanglement, but not enough to really have a a, a, a good conversation okay, about it. So, so then, so then, but oh, going John with, does. So let's go. Well, going. going <laughs> I know Einstein your, hated it. So going with your theory, or going go, going with either theory, right? Either one, you could say. So quantum entanglement basically is that. Um, so let's say these two particles are forced together. These two atoms are forced together and you get them spinning in the the atoms, you get them spinning in exactly the same way, the exact same speed, direction, everything, right? So now they start reacting to each other. And you take one of these particles and you move it out a trillion light years away. So if, far. Just say far. Just far. Yeah, yeah. So so but so far How far? A trillion <laughs> miles. Oh, okay. good point. We should go back to what John <laughs> yeah. said. So, so, and you, ch- and so one's out there and one's here and you change the direction that atom will immediately react and change and will match that other atom that you just changed. Right. So with that, then you could say, okay, we don't have free will. 
based on that theory because the it's just atoms connected to atoms and so basically if it's all um like cosmic then basically you know kind of that thing where they 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 believe that there was kind of this moment where all of a sudden people started drawing on caves and then there's this moment where they created tools and they didn't have contact with each other so it was kind of in the zeitgeist right so then i guess you could argue that the zeitgeist is the atoms and the atoms are the ones communicating and those atoms are spread somehow going into your neurons and giving you this idea that's not your idea but you think it's your idea Mm -hmm. yeah that that's actually mind-bending as well it, it I, get, I just came I, in I my think, pants, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not wow. real sure why. <laughs> I, I I'm think not sure that, you understand what mind bending is. <laughs> I, th- I think it's really cool that like we can have these conversations and these discussions, and you're never going to get to the bottom of yeah. it. I don't think you're ever yeah. going like, to no. figure I mean, it out. Maybe someday we but, will as a society, but not in our lifetime. Probably not. So in our lifetime. what I what I always go to is, does your opinion about another person's life, like? Well, let's back it up a little bit. Does your opinion about free will versus predestination influence your opinion or judgment about another person's decisions that they've made in their lives? So let's say you believe in free will and you just don't like what Kevin has done with his life. You don't like the clothes he wears. You don't like his pasty this tracks. This does hair. Track. You don't like his tattoos. You don't That's like so many things. Did you say pasty hair? <laughs> yeah, he's got pasty hair. And... So yeah, you do, but it's pasty. It's, it's, it's kind of wet. I mean, I, it's it's easier to put it. I mean, I'm... it's okay. It it's is kind of a to... paste. <laughs> okay, it's a sour. So I'm right. Thank you. Okay, I put actually it is paste. It, I put paste in my hair, so that was actually very accurate. Yes, like Elmer's, Elmer's glue. Yeah, Elmer's, <laughs> yeah, it's Elmer's glue. Okay. It's like a. St- I just take Elwood's like glue stick, and I just put it in my hair. It works That's beautifully. Wonderful. It looks like it. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, it's. I'm sorry, it's... I couldn't find my backwards cap. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's obvious a, free will. The same place or, as your Ford's if, no if there's no such thing as free Are you will, sure, John? <laughs> go, sorry, go sorry, ahead. Go ahead. Please, sorry. No, there's obviously no free will because I haven't finished a fucking thought. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Definitely not free will on this podcast. <laughs> no. But if there's no such thing as free, if there is free will, then you can blame people for their fucking, you can talk shit about them. You can gossip about them because they made their choices and let's, you know, experience Schadenfreude or whatever the fuck that German word is for relishing people's misery. Uh, but if there's not, then it's not as much fun because you're like, <laughs> eh, it was going to happen anyway. Well, I do think there should be. So, so I, I, and this is again, we're so I do again, I, I don't think we have free will. And, and I do think that because I think those outside forces affect how we make choices we have to have consequences for bad decisions, right? Or bad, even though I don't technically think if you murder someone, you actually had free will in that murder. As a society, we have to say, no, you can't do that because then that, the next person who wants to go murder someone will have that outside influence of like, I don't right. want to go to jail, so I'm not going to murder. But that's that's what I'm saying is when I don't think people truly have free, free will because you are we are constantly making choices and, and the reason we have based on outcomes, right? Based but on outcomes. just because yeah. just because you're making a choice, a decision that leads to less confrontation or an easier ride along this road doesn't mean that you could not have gone the other way. You yes, still yes. Could I'm, not, have... I'm not right. I'm, I'm not. My argument is not that or, or my it, it's, it's not that that is the only reason we don't have free will. But I think that is part of the reason we don't have free will. 
it's just something that's influencing your choices because you're right. a human being on the planet. And you know, if you hit yourself in the head with a hammer, it's going to fucking hurt. So you're going to try and avoid things that are going to hurt you. Yeah. Even if let's let's forget about the actions hurting others. Yeah. Just even yourself. Right. So I don't know. My kid threw a rock up in the air the other day and it smacked him right in the face. <laughs> that's I'm sorry that happened, but it's funny. <laughs> and then and then he did it six more times. <laughs> He's definitely <laughs> done it since. He just got lucky. <laughs> then he threw a rock at his dad. And so uh just because the universe might have some randomness doesn't mean that we're making free choices. After all, flipping a coin to make a decision is random, but it's not exactly no country free for old men. Yes. The no country for old men rule. You could also argue that our brains are more than just physics. Our thoughts and choices might be more than just uh, more than just how atoms move. For example, love is a very complex feeling with a lot of depth. It's not easy to see how physics can explain emotion uh, an emotion like that. However, here's a part that I struggle balancing with balancing is if we are atoms and molecules and particles and all that stuff and moving around and doing their dance and doing all that stuff we're is, is, in that sense scenario does it stop and end somewhere so does it does it or start stop and end does it start and end somewhere so my body is moving and that's all you know that. a button where you say you're stupid no no i don't know that's <laughs> oh. ridiculous i'm gonna okay. hire some people Wait. to get that done <laughs> let me let me try this one i'm super stupid nope that wasn't it either <laughs> maybe I this one is stupid no sorry <laughs> those are the only two i have Oh, how about this one? <laughs> That's my stupid one. That sums it up. That's I mean, what I sound like. Everything you're doing proves that you're stupid. But so, but that's something that I have a hard time with is the fact that if if you know if we are particles and 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 atoms and molecules and all that stuff, then then if our brains are more than that, what else is more than that? You know what I mean? So is it how can how can that can that give us the guidance for certain parts and not every part? If that makes sense. That does make sense. You're discussing John Banks's soul. And you know, you can't you can't chalk that up to atoms and particles. It's more of a spirit, man. Well, the soul is 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 not real, Greg. <laughs> well, it's atoms. So do you think do you think do you, do you think that so somewhere like out in space, like at some other galaxy, that there's like someone playing drop it like it's hot and it's like reverberating through like the entire universe because of the atoms could be why not uh drop it like as hot, like hot. <laughs> i i admittedly john i gotta be honest i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> it's, it's, it was it, no, nothing let's move on oh, okay it wasn't real <laughs> no 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 i was just saying like i don't know i was just i just had a thought i wanted to share it with I you think, guys i think possibilities are endless and anything yeah, that especially you, if you believe, you know, I had a, you know, we, we, we don't need to spend much time on religion since everyone who listens to this podcast knows our thoughts on that. But, you know, the whole idea that like, that's something very big that religious people will say is, uh, well, God gave us free will. You know, if you say something like, Hey, why does bad, so many bad things happen in this world to good people? And why are people such dicks if we're made in God's image? Well, we, we, we have free will. Well, and that's, so that's religious. Like if you read the Bible, like, and I I haven't read other religious texts, but I definitely have like sat and read the Bible, and I mean, he, he, God's kind of a dick. <laughs> you yeah, know? yes, he is. Like he's not like he also about, loves you. 
he loves you. He's like an abusive fucking psychopath. Yes, who... he's, he loves you, but uh, he also loves to give kids bone cancer. And he killed his own son. <laughs> Kill... He, he could have just said, hey, guess what, guys? I'm going to forgive you of your sins. I'm just going to do that. Here I am. I'm, I'm God. I'm real. Say, yeah, All right. Now, now let's me. save my son's life. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that he didn't want the human experience to involve suffering. Well, I mean, he's but not, why did he want that? Why is he so sadistic? It, is that is that sadism, or maybe he just started this planet and this world for us? And by God, I mean maybe the aliens that populated the planet. I'm not talking about what you're going to find in any kind of book. I'm just talking about maybe something started it all and started us off and said, here you go. It's yours. Just do. I gave you the tools. You guys decide what you're going to fucking do with it. I mean, I do. I do think it's a strange decision. (laughs) And it is, it is crazy. Like to think like, you know, to be an atheist, it really is this crazy thing of like, because you know, why is the big bang less ridiculous to me than some being created us? I don't know why, right? Like, do I have free will in that choice? Like at some, you know, again, and I think it's because of, like, I see it that way because of where I grew up, how I grew up in my experience, right? Mm-hmm. And if, if I, you're an atheist, the only way to fucking, it, it doesn't even matter. What if you were an atheist, like, you know, 100, 500 years ago and you never even heard of the Big Bang Theory? Right, right. So, so it doesn't, that's not why you're an atheist. No, it's not why I'm an atheist, but, but, but what I'm saying is like, I will look at that and I will say, okay, that makes, that I can imagine happened, right? So there was nothing and this little ball of energy like exploded and now there's everything and it took 4 billion years for us to be here, but like, you know, but it's, but, but then our 11 billion or whatever the hell it is. Um, and, you know, but I, I will believe that, but I won't believe that some, being created us well i think that everything we've talked about today whether it's free will or fate or free will we didn't even touch we didn't even touch on karma but uh if there is a, a god or if there's not if there's nature if it's nature versus nurture if it's your fucking genes that made you walk like your dad or not um in my opinion is you're never going to get to the bottom of it. You're never going to fucking know. So I'm not going to like jump into any one camp for any of these things because I could see anything being possible. And I honestly don't give enough of a fuck to even pick a side on all of these things, whether to say there is a God or isn't, or whether to say that atheists are right. I think atheists believe atheism is believing in nothing just as strongly as people that are theologians believe in something that is something. I'm more like, like, okay, that can happen. And maybe we find out after we die. Maybe we don't. <laughs> okay, right, so before right. I get to... Oh. Go ahead. Well, I was, I was just going to say, like, so I wasn't... Like, like, I understand what you're saying, and I, I wasn't trying to get the religious... I was just basically trying to connect that to the free will, where basically, did I have free will in choosing to be atheist, right? Or am I atheist because of everything that has happened in my life and what led me to that moment? I think you're atheist because, because, because it you was. enjoy, you enjoy taking counterpoints. I do. You enjoy yeah. playing devil's advocate. You kind of in you kind of relish the opportunity to try and blow up people's um, institutions. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not physically. Like oh, he's not shedding dynamite. No, he's not doing that. But I think he just enjoys making people think and 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 thinking about both sides of it. That, yeah, I do. That I do. And so he can also say, <laughs> fuck you, you're wrong. See, if every even 1% of what I'm saying is accurate, that means there's a little chink in your armor. Okay, before I get to last call, do we are, does free will are you going to get the second the last call? Are you choosing does, does free will does free will exist? Yes or no? No. In some small way, yes. I so yes, so. you're saying yes. Mm-hmm. Do you believe we are made up of particles and atoms? Yes. Yes. Greg, how can both be true? And other shit too. Because we don't know everything, man. I don't I can't say anything with any sense of certainty of anything. That's what I just said. I, I, I know, think, but I'm just I just I think there's free will, and I think that we're made up of particles and atoms. I don't fucking know. I don't even have a microscope. I have to yeah, trust I, I have to trust a lot of fucking people that are saying a lot of shit. Yeah, that's true. People in white lab I tend, coats. I tend to believe scientists more than I believe people that are flying in fucking jets and taking your money or telling you you're going to fucking spend eternity in hell if you don't pay me money. So I kind of believe the scientists, but maybe they're fucking wrong. I don't know. I, I, I'm really leaning towards us being in a fucking matrix and we're all in an ants farm right now. I'm actually hoping I can buy my way into heaven because I'm going to just send some money off. Just in case. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just in case. I've been saving for it too, John. Yeah. I don't want to like go to church. I don't want to do things, but if I can just. Oh, God. No, money, no, 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 no. If I can live my life, I want to live my life without their moral weirdness, then, then, yeah. Don't want any part of that. A lot of work. <laughs> I like weekends. <laughs> I like. And beer. Like all right, boys. At home. Last call. Cheers to all the atoms and particles floating around that give me alcohol. And the chance to talk about this shit with you two knuckleheads every other week. Cheers. Aww. Aww. He ended it in almost a nice way. Classic abuser. <laughs> <laughs>